All right, as I mentioned at the top of the show, six rounds in, we heard from Matt Rogers at the beginning of the season that by this stage, we should have an idea of where everyone sits and after the dust settles, we'll get a fair idea of the competition. But do we? I mean, the separation between first and ninth place on the ladder is only three points. It's only four points all the way down from first to 13th. It's been a tipster's nightmare. There's been a lot of surprises. There's been a lot of disappointments. 13, 13, 55. What's the biggest ones with you? I'm glad to say that we do have one of the coasts, uh, the hosts of Sports Day, uh, Matt Rogers, the rat, on the line. Rat, morning to you. Your six-week review on Sports Day yesterday. It went uh, it went down an absolute treat. Yeah, yeah, mate. Uh, there was a few. <laughs> I got one, one call from a disgruntled Parramatta fan, but I actually, I think I turned him in the end. I think he actually agreed with me with my sentiment towards the way that they've been going. Um, you know, my ratings were based on what my prediction was for these teams, you know, in the competition. So not necessarily where they sit on the ladder, but how they've performed as a team and how, you know, their expectation or my expectation of that team would be. Um, you know, City being a pass and anything below that being um, not a pass. Mm. Um, yeah, so there are some teams that, you know, my ratings may surprise a few people, but I feel like, um, you know, what what you mentioned just before about, you know, a tipster's nightmare, I think is the NRL's dream. You know, the, yeah. the competition is, you know, so all over the shop. And is it is it teams playing badly where they're losing games or is it other, is it other teams playing well? Um, you know, the, the Dolphins per se, you know, are they playing well enough to beat teams like the Roosters or did the Roosters play bad when they beat them or yeah. are North Queensland just going really bad, which I think they are, um, just quietly. Um, yeah, so it's, a, it's, a, it's just a, my, my sort of take on where the teams are sitting uh, in the competition right now. Oh, well, it's a good take too. That unpredictability, exactly what the NRL wants. Now, you mentioned about the Eels fan who had a crack at you, but last year's grand finalists, they, they haven't been the biggest disappointment. They didn't get the lowest mark in your eyes, a Queensland no, team. No, no, I, I gave them a pass mark. I, they're, they're, I've given them a C for where they sit because, you know, I tipped them to fall away. Um, this year, you know they, they they've lost Reed Reed Mahoney and uh, Reed Marnie and um, uh, Isaiah Papali, two uh, incredibly important attacking weapons for them. Um, didn't really replace them with like for like, so you know you're obviously going to lose a bit. Um, I, I thought they, you know, they're a gutsy team, but they rely so heavily on on Isaac Moses. I I tipped them to sort of be 0 and five, um, and they were one and one and five now two and six. You know, they, 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 they just scraped home against, you know, probably one of the lower performing team. Well, definitely one of the lower performing teams, the lowest performing team in the competition on the weekend. Um, you know, they, they, they've come in with a C because, you know, I expected them to be there. You know, like, you know, they, they certainly, you know, uh, people might think, oh, no, they're, they're a D or, or an F. Mm. But no, like for, from my point of view, they're exactly where I expected them to be. Win a couple of games in the first six rounds and, um, you know, they're... They, you know, they get a C for me. I, I think their season will probably get away from them. I, I can't. To be honest, I, I think they're going to struggle to make the eight this year. Who did get an F from you? Ah, oh, the Cowboys, mate. Um, biggest disappointment of the season to date. Um, you know, the weekend was really testament to that. They they came up against an undermanned Dolphin side on the home deck and, you know, got embarrassed really. And they're going to do some – there's got to be some soul searching up there. It's going to come down to – 
you know, the coaches, uh, the, the, the players responding to the coach and the leadership group buying into what the coach is saying and them all getting on board. Um, if there's any sort of division up there, um, you know, they're, they're going one way and that's, that's further down the ladder. It's, it's disappointing to see. They're a young side with so much talent. And sometimes as a young side, you feel like things are just going to roll on, um, you know, because, you know, you had a good year last year. You look around the locker room, you've got great players, so, you know, on either side of you. Um, but the reality is it just takes – it's that bloody hard to win games in the NRL. And if you aren't on, you know, every minute of every game, you are going to leak points to opposition teams – and, you know, those points could turn into wins for that opposition. You know, it's hard to play the perfect game. No one's ever going to play the perfect game, but you've got to get pretty close to win games in the NRL. Uh, and the Cowboys have just been way off the radar in that respect. So, look, they've got a lot of soul-searching to do. Um, I think, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, they've got the talent there to do it. Um, Toddy Payton has been able to rally troops before. I think he's the right man up there to, to rally that team. But it's really going to come down to the likes of your Tumalolos, your Chad Townsends, uh, your Kyle Feltz, these veterans in that team to get that team up and running. Because you look at, you know, we, we look at guys like a Reuben Cotter or, a, you know, Tuolungi or, uh, you know, th- these guys, they're superstars in the game, but they're still relatively new to the game. You yeah. know, 50, 60 gamers, you know, that's when you become an NRL player. Until then, you've just played in the NRL. Um, and it's going to take your Val Holmes and these guys to really pull this team together and, um, you know, get them back on the right track. They've certainly got potential to do it, but, you know, if it goes on for much longer, again, similar to the Eels, their season could really get away from them and they, they could be really looking down the barrel of, you know, going from, you know, praying in a prelim final to not playing in any final uh, at the end of the year. 13-13-55, has Rag got a ride? Are the Cowboys the most disappointing team of 2023 so far? What about the Broncos? You haven't given them an A-plus, top of the ladder, only no, one loss no, for the season? No, I haven't season. given them an A-plus, purely because, you know, they've got an A-minus. So they've, they've achieved probably more than what we expected. But, you know, the last three weeks haven't been good. You know, they, they got tested by, by, by St. George. You know, the, the, the first half of, the, of that game, St. George were all over them. They were running harder. They were tackling harder. You know, and 10 minutes into the second half, I thought, wow, this could be a boil over here. Look, Brisbane turned it around and they ran in some quick tries at the end to make the score flat of the Broncos. You know, the following week, they get pushed by the Dolphins and you look at the two rosters, there is no way that side be, should be pushed by the Dolphins and they get rolled by Canberra under, and undermanned Canberra at, at that too. So, you know, they'll admit that the last three weeks haven't been good for them. I've given them an A because, you know, look, they're an A minus because they're, they're, they've probably achieved more than what we expected based on last year's results. But this next six weeks for them is, a, is going to be a real important six weeks. You know, we saw them fall off last year after a few hiccups along the way. And, you know, the next six weeks are going to be critical to them because they're coming into an origin season where they're going yeah. to lose a number of players to origin. You're not going to, you know, and that's going to be tough for them. And they've got to bounce out of the back of origin and keep the ball rolling. So, um, look, they're up there. Don't, don't get me wrong. Um, they're an incredibly impressive side. But, um, you know, this is the first real challenge they've faced. And we're going to see how they bounce out of that. But they're doing great. Uh, they're a great team to watch. They've got a lot of exciting players in the team. I think Reese Walsh has been one of the standouts this year. Um, but the season isn't six weeks long. It's 27 weeks long. And... It's a tough year and, and, you know, young players backing up week in, week out who haven't got that hardened year after year professionalism ingrained in their system can do a little bit tough. But, um, look, they're, they're doing all right. 
Um, they're, they're, I'm not certainly throwing the baby out with the bathwater with the Broncos. I think they're they're in good stead. It's just this next six weeks is going to be very critical for them, starting this week against, uh, you know, a, I guess a, a pumped-up Titans side that, you know, welcome back Kieran Foran and, um, you know, coming off a, a you know a really hard-fought win against St George on the weekend. We are hearing and getting the thoughts of Jewel International, Matt Rogers. He is the co-host of Sports Day. He's running the rule over his quarter year. That's right. It's the first quarter of the NRL season 2023, getting his review. What is yours? Who is the most exciting or surprise packet of 2023? Who is the most disappointed or the biggest disappointment? Do you agree with Rat? Is it the Cowboys or do you have someone else on your list? 131355. Matty, just hold fire there. Time for a new Hit. We'll come back and see who you've given the top marks to in 2023 so far. 24 away from 10, 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736 to get to your calls and texts in just a moment. But Matt Rogers, host of Sports Day on the line, he is going through his report card for the first six weeks of the NRL competition. Rat, who have you given the top mark too. Well, I think um, all our listeners will probably agree. Our top marks with an A plus uh, go to the Dolphins. I think um, look, they have uh, I think exceeded the expectations of everybody, uh, barring the most diehard Dolphins fan. I would imagine um, they have played in games where you'd think, well, you know, I, 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 I go back to round one when the, you know, after halftime, the Roosters score, you think, oh, they'll fall away here. They didn't mm. fall away. They, st- they hung in the contest. They got up and won. Just on the weekend against the Cowboys, you know, they're undermanned. They're down on troops. They're playing, you know, what we would consider at the start of the year a premiership heavyweight up in North Queensland. Looked like the Cowboys were going to get back into it and win the match. Um, you know, they, they got the chocolates. I mean, they're four from six. And, you know, they were a, a bounce of the ball away from being five from six against the Broncos last week. They, um, they have done nothing but impress me and, I, and I'm sure the rest of the rugby league world in the way that they've come out and performed. Um, you know, big, big rap on Tom Gilbert, what he's doing in the middle of the field for them. You know, their middles, Mark Nichols, Jesse Bromwich. Yeah. You know, Kenny Bromwich, um, we're just, they've been so strong. Um, the, the likes of the Hammer, um, the Hammer aside, Tabu Fido has just been, you know, he's gone to another level in his game. I think the responsibility that's been placed on him um, has been, you know, just handled so well by him. He's a young man with not a huge amount of experience and was playing bit part roles up in North Queensland when Scott Drinkwater came back and was fit and healthy and playing great footy. So he took the opportunity to go down there. They let him go and he's and he's relished that opportunity. And, and look, I can't speak highly enough of young Isaiah Katella, what he's doing in the middle. He's controlling the game like a veteran. Um, you know, from here on in, it's the, the expectation now is starting to get a little higher on the Dolphins. And this is where it starts to become a job. You know, the first month or so when you're a new player in the, in the league, there's a huge novelty factor around it. And it's like, you know, oh, we hope he does well. And there's not a lot of pressure on you. But once you become that guy and the pressure starts to mount, it's like, how do you perform? And, and he seems to be just rising to the, to the occasion. Um, <laughs> the, the bigger the occasion, the bigger he seems to step up. So, look, definitely the Dolphins with an A+. But just, just behind them, I have the Warriors um, the with an Warriors. A+. 
Yep. Uh, I think the Warriors, you know, again, have, have exceeded expectation. Sean Johnson's playing some of his best footy I've seen for many years. Yeah. Charles Nickel Klogstad has been phenomenal at the back. You've got Jazz Tavango who's just charging. Josh Curran uh, playing great footy. And they just seem so composed, which I haven't seen from Warriors teams in the past. You know, they get behind, they stick to their game plan. Gone yeah. are the days of trying to pop balls from everywhere. They're playing a consistent game. Rugby league's a simple game, and if you do the simple things well, you're going to put yourself into position to win a lot of games of footy. Um, you can't rely on that talent to pull things out of the fire, you know, week in, week out. And that's probably what the Broncos have done the last few weeks. Their outside backs had probably got them out of jail a couple of times. Well, it's the hard stuff that needs to be done first and the, and the simple things done well. And the Warriors are doing that. Yeah, they didn't get the chocolates on the weekend, but I think, you know, from my perspective, what I thought at the start of the year and perceived them to be at the start of the year, they've far exceeded that. And I've got them with an A, a mark to this point of the season. Now, that might change in another six weeks, but that's where they are right now. It's an interesting take on it. Now, someone who's got another take, Matt, I've got Mike on the line. I think he wants to take you to task over the Cowboys. Mike, morning to you. No, no not really. No, I'm a Cowboys supporter. <laughs> and uh, look, on face value, um, you're absolutely right. Uh, they are disappointing. But um, I'd just love to have these guys in the team tomorrow. Neem, Lukey, Tarmel, McLean, Leilua. And I'd love to have Gilbert and Lamello back. <laughs> yeah, you'd like to, but they're not. They're not. They're I'm pretty not good. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How would you rate them then, Mike? Not, not not the worst in the competition. Uh, this time last year, like probably those seven guys would have been playing. So mm. yeah, yeah. Look, I th- I think based on 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 last year, um, like on last year, and this is what I'm basing my expectation off. I'm basing my expectation off how they performed last year. Yeah. What you would expect them to get out of an off season and come into this year. They're a young side, full of talent, full of, you know, you would expect enthusiasm to improve on what they did last year. And they just haven't. They've fallen flat. Um, they've lost games that they should have won. And, you know, it's, it's you know, and, and one of the games that they won, they won, you know, I mean, they were 18-0 up against the, the Raiders. And the Raiders came back to 18 all. They were lucky to get away with that game. Mm. So it could be even worse for them. Um, I think given their potential, I think their mark sort of is fair in my eyes. But, look, like I said, they have got enough talent. They've got talent to burn there. They've got points. You look at that team. There are points from the middle all the way out to each wing and at the back. It's just a matter of them you know, doing the simple things well and not relying on freakish talent to win your games of football. Rely on the simple things, get the job done in the middle, lay the platform, and then let you play off the back of that. And it seems like you know they've been a bit impatient with the ball. Um, you know, been turning the ball over a little bit too much and, and giving other sides opportunities to beat them. And that's the disappointing thing for the Cowboys. I mean, I, I tipped them to make the grand final this year. Yeah. I, that, that's, that, that's, that was my call. So, you know, hence the mark. I don't think you were alone on that one, Matt. I think there was many mm. of us who, who tipped that. I, I, I was one of them. 13-13-55, the ratings by Matt Rogers. Do you agree with them? Do you think there's wiggle room? Who's been the biggest disappointment? Who's been the biggest surprise packet? We'll take all comers this morning. Hey, Matt, before I let you go, um, sporting memorabilia. What, what's yes. your most prized possession? It doesn't have to be something that you've had. It could be something you've collected along the way. Well, I about um, oh geez, it would have been two thousand and seven. Mm. Uh, Greg Oliphant, uh, who played for Queensland against New South Wales, swapped yeah. his Queensland jersey for a New South Wales jersey, and that New South Wales jersey was my father's. And um, just out of a 
gesture of goodwill and kindness um, through the FOGS program, they set up a meeting that I, I went to thinking oh, I'm just going to a meeting of the FOGS and see what's going on. And I, and I rock into this meeting, there's Mal, there's Wally, and there's Greg Oliphant. And he presented me with my dad's 1978 New South Wales jersey all framed up, looking oh, beautiful. So right, that's it's a pretty tingles. prized possession. But, but there was one thing that probably just topped that just recently, last year. Yeah. Um, my dad used to work for a company called Tyne and Motors. And the boss of Tyne and Motors was a fellow by the name of Keith Lowe. His son rang me and said, oh, Matt, back in 1980 when your dad won the – or I think it might have been 81 – when your dad won the gold Dally M, he, he gave – my dad, which was his boss at the time, his Cronulla jersey, the old clean away Sharks jersey. And he goes, it's, it's, you know, we want to give it back to the family. So it got delivered up to me, you know, with a picture of dad in the frame oh. kicking a goal and the 1981 Cronulla Sharks clean away jersey that uh, my dad won the, the, the gold Dally M, the Dally M player of the year uh, in wearing that jersey. So um, Mate, that's that, probably my most prized possession. That, that, that is priceless. And that, that's, yeah. I'll be asking every guest uh, this, uh, this morning about that too, because we've just seen overnight, someone's paid 2.2 million US for Jordan's uh, sneakers, one in, the, uh, one in one of the games that he was playing in the final. So 2.2 million. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm tipping you wouldn't part for any money for those ones, but um, it'd be interesting <laughs> to see what everyone's collection has got and the lengths they went to to get it. Mate, those are well, special I, stories. I, I will say this. If someone's got 2.2 million, I'm happy to visit <laughs> the Sharks jersey in their house. <laughs> <laughs> Can be bought. Good one, mate. We'll catch you tonight with Good Saturday on, you, mate. on Sports mate. Day. <laughs> oh, Matty Rogers is calling it how it is. 13-13-55-0467-736-736. So let's go down that line. Sporting memorabilia. What have you got at your place? What lengths did you go to to get it? 2.2 million. That's hard to beat, isn't it?